hello and welcome to our podcast. We hope it encourages and inspires you. Please head to our website for more information on what is happening at Ashburton New Life or to get in touch. One of our team would love to talk to you. Here's today's message. Is that on? <laughs> good morning, everyone, and good morning for those that's watching online as well. Gosh, isn't it great to be in the house of God this morning? You know, there's a scripture that says, better is one day in your house than a thousand elsewhere. And gosh, this morning, it's great to be in the house of God. You know, it always also says that we, um, you know, where there's unity, God commands his blessing. So thank you, Lord, for, for your blessing this morning. But before I start... I am just going to pray. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you that you are definitely here amongst us this morning, Lord. And Father, I pray that the message that I'm about to bring, Lord, will be to your glory and to your honor. And Father, I ask that people will leave different as to what they came in this morning. And I ask that you will just lead me by your spirit, I pray. Amen. So two weeks ago, Pastor Carl shared or started a sermon series called Created to Dream. And he spoke about, about uh, creating the right environment for our dreams to flourish. He also spoke about the things that can actually hinder those dreams like fear and doubt and not letting go of our past. And last Sunday he spoke about on remembering our dreams and for it not to die. So my hope is this morning that I can add to those messages and I am going to kick it off with a story this morning and I'm going to let you guess as to where I am going. So the story goes like this. Now out west, a cowboy was driving down a dirt road, his dog riding in the back of the pickup truck, his faithful horse in the trailer behind. He failed to negotiate a curve and had a terrible accident. Sometime later, a highway patrol officer came on the scene. Now, being an animal lover, he saw the horse first, realizing the serious nature of its injuries. And sadly, he drew his service revolver and he put the animal out of his misery. He walked around the accident and found the dog also hurt very critically. He couldn't um, bear to hear it whine and in pain, so he ended the dog's suffering as well. Finally, he located the cowboy who suffered multiple fractures like off in a field. And the cop asked him, hey, are you okay? And the cowboy took one look at the smoking revolver in the trooper's hand and he said, I never felt better. <laughs> now, if you probably have guessed, maybe some of you have, maybe some of you didn't. What I'm going to speak about this morning is our destiny is in our mouth. You see, our mouth can be another area that can stop us from reaching and fulfilling our dreams and our destiny. And the impact of our words have power. And we saw in the story, although a little bit humorous, we all saw that when he said, I never felt better, it probably saved his life. You see, there is definitely power in our words. And this morning, it was all about the words we sang to Jesus. We, sp we sang about speaking the name of Jesus. We said, shout, because we want the joy of the Lord. 
So words definitely have power. And a lot of what we may accomplish actually hinges on how we choose to govern what comes out of our mouths. And I really believe that God wants us to really seriously consider and have a regular check-in on the words that we speak daily. We need to create a safe environment and a good environment um, in our mouths for the words that we speak. Because our words can become dream killers or it can become dream builders. So hopefully this morning um, we can leave knowing what it means to have a smart mouth. Now you will all agree with me that sadly negative thoughts comes to all of us. But when we speak those thoughts out loud, we actually give them life and we give them power. Because thoughts can corrupt our language and language can also corrupt our thoughts. And a thought entertained and not contained can turn into words that enters our mouth and when it's released, it only has two outcomes, good or bad. We have all heard the saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. What an absolute lie. Because words are powerful. It is powerful weapons that can either inspire or it can destroy. And there's another saying that says you are what you eat. I'm going to add another saying to that this morning. You are what you speak. Because from all the gifts given to us, the gift of words is probably perhaps the most beautiful and powerful and wonderful, but at the same, tongue, same time when our tongues go unbridled, our speech can tear down, it can destroy, instead of being the life-giving force God intended it to be. So I thought as we are still in the beginning of the year, what a wonderful opportunity it is for us to sort out our mouths, to tackle our tongues, so the rest of the year we can actually reap the benefits of taming our tongue. Now, if you are anything like me, well, sometimes the filter to my mouth does not always work properly. And it has, and it can, let me down a lot. And sometimes the things that even comes out of my own mouth sometimes surprises me especially if I want to translate something um, directly from my mother tongue, which is Afrikaans, into English. I've had a few confusing looks over the years, which is priceless. But I think I might be up one on my husband who just adds an S to an Afrikaans word and hopes it turns into English. <laughs> you can imagine the looks he has been getting. But whether we are trying to translate words from our mother tongue to try and get a message through, or whether we are simply opening our mouths to speak, words have power. And you see, our words are in our control until we speak them. Then they become, then we become under their control if we've spoken them. Our words are always, always conveying a message. 
and our words will always get a response, good or bad. And this also includes social media. You might not have physically said it, but you have said it. And sometimes we can get on the bandwagon of negative words that are spoken on social media and we can get ourselves caught up. My mom always used to say, if you've got nothing good to say, say nothing at all. You see, we always have a choice when we speak. And God has given us this incredible freedom to choose our words. And God has also given us though the freedom that when we speak, like if we speak words out of fear, it can end in darkness and despair. And when we speak words that are rooted in love, then they will end up light and hope. And then we have those words that sadly has never been spoken, that should have been spoken. And then we have words that has been spoken that should never have been spoken. I also believe that when we speak something out of a place of hurt and anger and fear, that is going to manifest in our environment. And the same goes with love. If we speak life and love and encouragement, these things are going to manifest this morning. Lisa spoke to us this morning, life, love and encouragement. And that has manifested here this morning. Proverbs 12 verses 18 says, The words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise bring healing. The words we say has the ability to alter an outcome, situations and circumstances. And in fact, it can even direct the course of our lives. Now, I found these powerful two quotes which just stood out for me as I was doing some research. And it goes like this. No one can take less pains to hold his tongue. Hear much, speak little. For the tongue is the instrument of the greatest good and the greatest evil in this world. Words are seeds that do more than just blow around. They land in our hearts and not on the ground. Be careful what you plant and be careful what you say. You might have to eat what you've planted one day. Ouch. <laughs> When we speak words, we literally plant seeds. We plant seeds in a situation, into our future. We plant seeds into a situation and into someone else's future. And the Bible clearly teaches us what we will sow, we shall also reap. So what we are going to sow from our mouths, we will reap from it too. We harvest what we speak. And as a believer, every word we utter has tremendous power. And Chuck Swindle said it like this, we need to think of our tongue as a messenger that runs errands for our heart. Our words reveal our character. What the heart is full of, the mouth overflow. Another ouch, there's a few ouchies coming, I'm just saying. <laughs> So my question here today is, if you are to track your words daily, 
what is the words that you are currently using over yourself and what is the words that you are using over others? Is it, I will never get better? Is it, it will never get better? I can't do this. It's too hard. Nobody cares. What's the point? It always happens to me. I'm so clumsy. I'm a walking accident. I, can do, I can't do anything right. I should not be here. I don't fit anywhere. Nobody will ever love me. No one understands me. It's too good to be true. This is just how it is. Nothing ever changes. Nothing good ever happens to me. I am so stupid. What you speak is what you are going to harvest. And parents, I want to address us here this morning as well. Please, please be careful what you speak over your children, over your teenagers, and also over your adult children. Don't shame, don't compare, and don't say things like, you are always, I'll let you fill in the gaps. You will never, you are just like, what is wrong with you? Because the seed you plant is the harvest you are going to reap. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of our tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. There are only two fruits, death or life. And then the Lord Jesus affirmed the same thing when he said in Matthew 12 verses 36 to 37, but I tell you that everyone will give an account on the day of judgment for every empty word they have spoken. Ooh, ouch. For by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. Powerful, powerful scriptures. And we, we read these scriptures but do we really, really take note of what it says? Because boy, if we do, we will really become very careful with the words we speak because it only has two outcomes, death or life. You see, in the end, our lives is basically a composite of the words we speak. Change our words and we will begin to change our lives. Now, I personally think that the greatest disciplines and one of the hardest disciplines is probably disciplining your tongue. Because it's just so easy for us to open our mouths, um, you know, to say stuff and to speak. And maybe that's why God only gave us one mouth and two ears, maybe to speak less and to listen more, because God probably knew that our mouths might just trip us up. And I'm going to be bold here this morning and say, we all struggle with our mouth. James 3 verses 3 to 6 says, and I'm going to read it from the message version because it just packs a little bit more punch and it actually says it like it is. A bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. 
It only takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. And we saw all the fires that was just happening. A careless or wrongly placed word out of our mouth can do that. By, by our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony into chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke, and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. Another pretty straightforward word. And here again, we see that the words we speak are not simply an exercise of our vocal cords, but they, are, they literally have spiritual importance and spiritual impact as they are able to set a forest on fire at, and, and, and our words are able to destroy or restore. And I know which one I would rather choose. It is also through our words that we can exercise and express our authority that God has been given to us. We can direct our lives by directing what comes out of our mouths. Now, imagine speaking God's word daily over our lives and over our families, speaking words of encouragement and truth and love. Can you imagine the impact, the change and the influence this will have in our lives? Imagine, start speaking words like this, I am God's masterpiece. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am the apple of his eye, it's only me. I'm the apple of his eye. I have been chosen by him before I was even born. I am his beloved child. I am loved. I'm so precious that he died for me. I am worthy. God knows my name. He has a plan and he has a purpose for my life. I can do all things because God says all things are possible. I am not alone because God will never leave me. God will never forsake me. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. I am free. I am victorious and I am an overcomer. Can you imagine the impact and the influence you will have over your own life, your family's life, and the life of others if we start speaking those words? There are so many scriptures in the Bible, just as there is that warns us about the tongue. There are so many scriptures in the Bible we can choose every day to speak over our lives and over our friends and families that has life-giving power of hope in them. Why will we speak negative if we can speak these positive things over our lives? You see, Mother Teresa said the following, kind words can be short and easy to speak, but their echoes are truly endless. Words we speak today has power. There is a message that are being released every time we open our mouth. What is the message that you are re re releasing today? What is the message that you want to release this year? Proverbs 3, 2 to 3, 13 2 to 3 says, From the fruit of his lips a man enjoys good things, but the unfaithful have a craving for violence. He who guards his lips guards his life, but he who speaks rashly will come to ruin. Our lips literally 
carries a message, a message that is going to bring about a manifestation in our lives. Those that speak good things are going to enjoy good things. But those that speak negatively eventually is going to experience the same. We learn here that those who guard their lips are guarding their lives. It's so important. And I think it's time we seriously start paying attention to the words we speak. And as we grow in Christ, we, we have to develop a tight rein on our tongue. We must seek to master our mouth and to tame the tongue. We must seek to ensure that the message that actually comes out of our mouth is a message that promotes, that builds up, and not a message that tears down and breaks down the, the and, and you know, breaks down the promises that God has over our lives, but it will be a message that promotes the kingdom of God over our lives. So how do we do this? And I'm just going to give a few practical things that might help us. Firstly, I personally believe that everything starts in here. Everything starts with a, with a thought, where, whether it's a positive thought, whether it's a negative thought. It depends which one we are going to feed. Which one are we going to entertain? Because we can't stop thoughts from coming into our mind, but we can stop from entertaining him, them. That thought is either going to come out in an action or a behavior, or it's going to manifest through your mouth. You see, we can't stop those thing, thoughts entering, but now we can stand before a choice. Are we going to open our mouths to speak the thought, the, the positive thought or the negative thought? And what is it going to be? Are we going to speak death or are we going to choose to speak life? Proverbs 15, 4 says, A gentle tongue is like a tree of life, but a sinful tongue crushes the spirit. Secondly, we have to dedicate our hearts and our mouths to the Lord daily. Daily we can ask God, God protect my mind, protect my thoughts. I daily have to probably declare 20 times, Jesus Christ, I bring my thoughts captive under obedience of Christ Jesus. Because gosh, my thoughts can wander and sadly it also then comes out of my mouth. Thirdly, we can ask God to give us this awareness of the words we speak. Someone once says, taste your words before you spit them out. We've got to be intentional about them. And we've got to start taking responsibility of what comes out of our mouths. And lastly, we can learn to practice and speak words that encourages, that comforts, that lifts up, that builds and that edifies and that inspires ourselves and others. The goal must always be to speak life. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Now maybe you are here this morning and you have sadly been the recipient of unwholesome talk or words that has crushed and wounded your spirit. And maybe you've allowed those words to crush your dreams and aspirations because those words were either spoken over you or spoken by yourself. 
Or maybe you've even allowed those words to seemingly disqualify you from your destiny and your purpose in life. And if that's this, you this morning, we will give an opportunity for you to be prayed for. But now you can choose to renounce those words. You can choose to discard those words off your life and actually turn them off. Because changing our words is going to change our lives. And if we don't like the message our words have been conveying, we have the power and the ability to change them. We can change them into an investment into our future and into our dreams and into our destinies by speaking the truth and by speaking life. As I start bringing it to a close, I wanna leave you this morning with a challenge. Just as we fast food, let us begin this year on a positive note by actually fasting negative, angry, malicious words, which includes swearing, shaming, sarcasm, criticism, insults, complaining, comparing, and gossiping. And let us invite God Himself into our words and let Him show us what is the words He wants to use us use in our mouths regarding our own future and also those that are around us. Can you imagine if we do this for 21 days? So my challenge is here this morning. For 21 days, we are going to fast those words. And from now on, we're going to choose words like, you know, words of encouragement. We're going to speak words of joy and peace and gratefulness and thankfulness. Words that will uplift and comfort and edify and words that will build you up and build those up around you. We're going to speak them over ourselves, over our families, over our church, our workplaces. And let's see what God can do with that. Set this year aside to become more conscious over the words you speak. And let us actually hold each other accountable in love. And I'm sure by doing this, you are going to become closer to fulfilling your dreams. You are going to be closer in, you know, stepping into your destiny and into your future and into your purpose. And your life is guaranteed to be better for it. And for those that are still carrying those words that's been spoken over you or those negative words, Pastor Lisa touched on it this morning, that you might be carrying, I'm not good enough, I can't. You know, those, that critical spirit inside of you. If that's you and that's going to hinder you from doing this challenge, please come this morning so that we can pray with you and, and you know, walk this journey with you. Because my heart is for us this morning to walk out here free, free and ready to step into your destiny, to fulfill your dreams. And how are you going to do that? By using your mouth. Using your mouth as a tool to speak hope and life over yourself and over others. Because remember, what you speak has power. Your future, your destiny, and your dreams live in your mouth. Thank you.